Hi, I'm Dr. Ray Calabrese. Welcome to my podcast, Journey from Grief to Healing. Grief is difficult, I know. I lost my best friend and wife after a long marriage. In this series of podcasts, I am sharing my book, Grieving, Walking Through the Darkness with you. You'll discover that what you are experiencing, physically and emotionally, is normal. Healing is possible, and it is tied to the painful but powerful life lessons we learn. Remember, love always wins, and life will get better. Chapter 6 Em and I met for lunch at a French bakery and restaurant the day after my grieving group. We hugged. Em held me at arm's length and searched my face. I knew she was trying to gauge my emotional state. I saw the concern in her eyes. What? I said. I'm doing a ray check. Let's go in and get our food. Then we can sit outside where it's quiet. Two large palm trays were off to our side. The smell of the French bakery brought back memories of the fresh baked olive rolls Babe loved. My eyes teared up. I shook my head, trying to free myself from my memories. They lingered. I had Greek salad and iced tea. Em had the tomato basil soup. The soup is another memory, another of Babe's favorites. Em reached across the table and took hold of my hand. There's nothing you can do, Ray, but eat the pain. It's bitter. It doesn't taste good. If you feel anything like I felt when Peter died, you want to hide until it's over. I turned away for a moment. I didn't answer. Em said it's not going to get over. It will never be over in the way you want it to be over. I can't help myself. I blurted it out. What do you mean it's not going to get over? Em removed her hand. It's four years since Peter died, Ray. I was like you. I wanted it over. My grief wouldn't let go of me. At first, it wrapped me so tight I had trouble breathing. I quit wearing makeup because I couldn't stop the tears running down my face. I can breathe now. It took a little bit, but I started wearing makeup. I'm different now, but it's not over. Oh, the pain comes and goes like waves on a beach. Sometimes the waves are small, barely discernible. Other times you can take a surfboard to them. I feel like I'm in a tsunami, Em. I didn't experience a tsunami, Em said. You didn't, I asked. Mine was more like an F5 tornado, devastating everything in its path. Understand, Ray, what you feel is what you feel. You can't compare it to what others feel. Everyone experiences loss the same and at the same time differently. Don't judge anyone's grief. You now understand what others feel. Let your compassion for others who suffer as you do grow. Before I responded, Em said, You need to eat. I'm starving. Tell me about the grieving group. What was it like? Who was there? What was your experience? Will you go back? I raised my hand traffic cop style. Whoa! One question at a time, Em. It's all my mind can handle. She sipped her soup and waited for me to speak. Before I spoke, I took a bite of my salad. I didn't want to eat. I moved the olives and the feta around as if I was searching for hidden answers. I knew Em was right. I needed to eat and eat properly. I made a mental note to make eating healthy a top priority. I looked at Em and said, I don't know how many people suffered. I mean, I knew people suffered. I'm not blind. I didn't know what it felt like to suffer, really suffer. Maybe I led a charmed life, 
Now I understand so many people share this experience of suffering. One woman in the group has been grieving for five years, another for eight. Another woman lost her husband and daughter within months. Those were only a few of the stories. I don't want to grieve for eight years, huh? Em shook her head. No, you won't grieve for eight years, Ray. Not in the way you're grieving now. I know you. You're resilient. You and Barb bounce back every time life knocked you down. Do you want me to give you examples? I waved her off. My hand held a piece of crusty bread. Thanks and no thanks, I responded. I didn't say it would be easy, Ray. I didn't say you'll get over it tomorrow. I didn't say there's a self-help book you can read that will take care of you. What do I do, I asked. I wanted answers. I needed direction. I needed help. Emma ignored my question. Instead, she said, right now, keep telling me about the grieving group. What do you think of the group? I tried to recapture how I felt during the meeting and after the meeting. No one was happy. No one smiled. The members all seemed stuck. They're living in a swirl of grieving. What do you mean, a swirl of grieving? Em asked. The way they talked. They don't know what to do with themselves. Some spoke of drinking to fall asleep at night. Others were angry with their kids for not taking care of them. They'd become dependent instead of independent. One woman was angry at neighbors who didn't check on her each day. They don't cook. They buy frozen dinners or they eat out. I don't want to be this way, Em. I'm thinking of not returning next week. I'm grateful I shared my story and they were empathetic, but Em stopped me. You're judging after one meeting? I wonder what they thought of you. I wonder if anyone judged you and said, I hope he doesn't come back. Give it at least three sessions, then make up your mind. I know there are plenty of grieving groups in the city. I grudgingly agreed with them. I know I could do three sessions. We finished lunch with small talk. I made an excuse to leave. I stood up only to see him motioning me to sit down. What? Em finished her iced tea. I want to ask you something. You can say no, it won't bother me. You can say you'll think about it, or you can agree. I sat down, I'm curious. Em said, I'd like to help you, Ray. I've given what I want to say much thought. I thought about it on the treadmill at the gym. I talked it over with Nathan. Are you willing to hear what I have to say? Em lost her husband, Peter, four years ago. Eight months ago, she met Nathan. He's a musician. In many ways, they are opposite. I can't wrap my head around any thought of being with anyone else but Babe. I nod my head. I don't speak. I'm not sure I heard what Em said. I know she was talking to me, but I wasn't listening. I've been through it in many ways. I'm still going through it, right? To use your words, it hurts like hell. It hurts worse when you don't have nearby family or close friends. You recently moved back to Texas with Barb. Your social network is out of state for the most part. Think about making new connections if you're going to make it through. You're single now, Ray. You're no longer a couple. All I know are my neighbors and a few people at church, Em. So, you've got a built-in project to make connections. Think of it as eating healthy. Building your social network is eating emotionally healthy. I didn't say anything. I let Em's words sit on the table. I wasn't sure if I was ready to connect with other people. I wanted to run away and hide until my nightmare ended. Em ignored my silence. She touched my hand. 
You already have the path through the pain within you. It's not visible now. Imagine you're learning to fly and the instructor takes you into a cloud. You're flying without a reference point of what is up and down. You're blind. All you can do is concentrate on the data coming from the instrument panel. You'll hear voices in your mind screaming at you to do something different from what your instructor is telling you to do. Your intellect wants to take control. Let your heart take control, Ray. It is your instrument panel. It's going to take time. I can help you understand what you're experiencing and offer suggestions. I can't fly your plane through the clouds for you. That is up to you. I'll help you keep your eye on the instrument panel. We'll trust God and the ability he has given us to get you through. I lifted my eyes towards them. Get me through? I have no idea where I'm going. I don't even know the destination, as you call it. The cloud I'm flying through is thick, dense, and endless. She knew perhaps more deeply than I what I am experiencing. I fought back emotions wanting to overwhelm me by her generous offer. After a moment, I asked, what do I do now, Em? Em withdrew her hand. She took a sip of coffee and smiled. Two things. First, offer to shake my hand and say, hi, my name is Ray. Okay, I said, playing along with Em. I extended my right arm toward her and said, Hi, my name's Ray. She grasped my hand and shook it. Hi, Ray, my name is Em. It's nice to meet you. That's how you'll meet new people. You meet them at the church, the Y, and in your neighborhood. I smiled a tiny smile. It reminds me of a high school dance. If I wanted to dance, I had to have the courage to ask a girl to dance. Thanks for listening. Here's a sneak preview of Chapter 8. M encourages me to start journaling about my feelings and what I'm going through. If you like this podcast, please hit the like button. Please subscribe to get notifications of future episodes. You can also check out my blog, Looking on the Bright Side, at www.dancingalone530.com. It's all positive and uplifting. If you have any questions about my grieving experience or want to share your grieving experiences with me, please email me at ray.breeze, B-R-E-S-E, at gmail.com. My book, Grieving, Walking Through the Darkness, is available on Amazon. Have a great day, and stay strong. Never quit. Never give up.